This is Sam here from RecipeThis.com and today I wanted to show you how to cook a slow cooker butternut squash curry and wait until you hear about these leftovers. So I'm just on the way back from the morning school run and I can't wait to get home and get the slow cooker on. You know, it only takes four hours, but why have we got this obsession about getting it on first thing in the morning, thinking, oh, we'll run out of time, the slow cooker won't be done or whatever, don't we? So anyway, the slow cooker curry came about quite a long time ago now when I had loads and loads of um, leftover red lentils. And I was looking for an idea with it. And I love the fact that red lentils pretty much dissolves into the food. So it's a great natural thickener for your slow cooker curry. And let's say you're on a diet, well, I'm on Slimming World, then, you know, it's um, an alternative to adding cream or whatever to your curry. And it's just so nice. So I'm nearly home now, and I'm going to get in the kitchen, and I'm going to run through all the ingredients that I recommend you include in it. And it's just perfect. And even better, what I do is because I'm the only one in the house that likes curry. Can you believe that? How can the rest of our household not like curry? Um, I'll batch freeze it. And then I've got a massive stash for myself for later that I can just reheat in the microwave whenever I want to. Well, I'm back home now and I'm just going to get the slow cooker on. I mean, honestly, this is brilliant. And if you like dump and start recipes, which I know the word dump doesn't sound good, does it? But it basically means that you dump everything into the slow cooker and give it a stir and come back and you've got your food. So I don't often do recipes like this because I kind of like to brown something first. So this is me actually doing um, a proper dump and start. So I'm just loading everything up. So we have, for this recipe, uh, so far going into the slow cooker, I've got a large onion diced, I've got uh, some red lentils, and typical for me in our house is, why is it when you want to cook something and it's a store cupboard staple, like dried red lentils, and you haven't quite got enough, so so I'm just pouring another batch of red lentils in here and I was just very slightly short but I want to make the recipe exact so I just added in some more. I've also asked the lovely uh, Dom to cube me some butternut squash so that's going in there as well. And then I'm also adding in some garlic puree. Depending on how garlicky you like it, uh, one, you can go from one teaspoon up to a tablespoon, just depending what you like. Uh, tomato puree, it's just amazing. The way you live, you might know as uh, tomato paste. And then, of course, ginger. Love ginger. And what I have is I got it from Morrison's and it's crushed ginger. So it's basically ginger puree. And it just makes your life so much easier because you're not having to um, peel and thinly dice or grate your ginger. It's like the lazy ginger, really. And then I'm adding in a couple of cans of uh, tin tomatoes. They're absolutely brilliant for cooking with. 
And then on top of that, uh, for seasonings, I've got turmeric. I've got ground cumin. Oh, I like a lot of that. It depends on what you like, doesn't it? You know, some of us, if we like things lightly spiced, a teaspoon of each is fine. If you like a lot of it, you can go up to a tablespoon or maybe more. And then I'm using mild curry powder, but you can swap it for any of your favourites. This one does when the herbs are all stuck in the bottom and I need a spoon to kind of get lift them out. So for the curry powder, I'm using a tablespoon here. Oh, no, actually. Make it four teaspoons, a little bit more than a tablespoon. So for seasonings in here, I've got curry powder, roasted garam masala, ground cumin, turmeric, and then my last one, which I also love, is coriander leaf, which is cilantro if you're in the US. And then I'm going to finish all that up with um, some coconut milk. I'm talking the long life stuff here. I'm talking the lower calorie stuff. So this uh, recipe is brilliant if you're on Slimming World. I've just started back at Slimming World and this is brilliant for your meal prep and your batch cooking. So I've got 400 ml of the coconut going in. So that's all the ingredients in now. I'm just gonna find Something made of silicone so it's not going to scratch my slow cooker just to give it a quick stir and mix everything in. I haven't added any salt and pepper. I'll do that once it's cooked when I'm doing a taste test. It's nice to see all the colours of everything going together, giving everything a good mix. Who doesn't love something easy and simple in the slow cooker? And also note that this is also vegan. I mean, isn't that amazing? Not that I'm a vegan, I'm just saying it's vegan. So that makes it sound even healthier, doesn't it? Does that make it sound healthier? So I've given it a good stir now. And slow cooker can now go on. So just grab your slow cooker lid and put it on for four hours on high or seven hours on low. Now that the slow cooker's on, I recommend that you head over to RecipeThis.com and check out our slow cooker recipes category. We've got loads of recipes for you to choose from there and you can have a flick through and see which recipes you fancy. We've got quite a few old-fashioned recipes as well as some modern recipes and some twists on recipes you wouldn't associate with the slow cooker but we've made them slow cooker friendly and they're just so easy for using at home in your slow cooker. So the slow cooker has now done its four hours, so we can check on it and give it a stir. And then the question is, how do you like uh, your red lentils? I don't like mine with a bite to them. I like um, the green ones with a bite to them, but not the red ones. So, you know, if you like them uh, with a bite, then half an hour less in the slow cooker. So three and a half hours instead of four hours. And then when it's finished slow cooking, it'll be very much like um, an Indian dal. So if you don't want it mushy like that, I don't either. 
though you might and what i do is i add an extra can in of tin tomatoes and then you can give it a good stir and then it stops it from being sloppy and then also if you want it more curry like you can add in some more coconut milk so i'm just going to grab some more from the fridge And then you can pour a little bit more of that in. I'm just going to get my measuring cup out so that I don't add too much. Because it's very easily done when you're mixing things. I'm going to add an extra half a cup of the coconut. Kids are playing outside so they'll be getting hungry soon. So I've added in that extra half a cup. Then give it a stir. Coconut loves it, that lovely creaminess. And then just keep giving it a good stir. And then you can give it a taste test. I love it as it is. And I'm just going to add a little bit of coriander leaf lovely colour and it really does bring the taste out and then if you feel like it needs it you can also add in some extra salt and pepper too so a bit extra salt a bit extra pepper and then give it a final stir and it's just perfect like I said, I'm on Slimming World. It's totally sin-free. Um, you just have to account for the coconut as a healthy extra. There's um, one and a half, just over one and a half allowances of healthy extra A in this. But that's for the whole pot. So you're not going to eat the whole pot in one day. So if you were to spread it out over a few meals, I would say it would be half a healthy extra A. For the coconut but apart from that totally sin free no oil and then it's just perfect and then what i also recommend is some freezer containers and then dumping it into some freezer containers you can store it in the fridge or the freezer and what we like is you can get these really big packs of these plastic containers that are just like the takeaway containers you get from the chinese and they're just brilliant for storing it in the freezer let it completely cool before you put it in the freezer and then once you do uh, freeze it up put a label and then it's ready to go thanks for listening and it's been wonderful um recording this episode for you and i just love talking about what i'm cooking right now at home with my kitchen gadgets and of course you're probably thinking now hang on a minute i need a visual i need to see how it's cooked what it looks like rather than it just being an audio and i also want a free principal recipe card so i can follow it along at home and of course ask any questions so if that's you if you head over to recipethis.com search for the recipe you can find that and so much more you can go metric imperial as well you can post comments and 
and ask us follow-up questions and it's just a great alternative way for you to learn about this recipe and of course We've spent a long time over the last few years building up this podcast for you. We would really, really, really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star review because it really does help grow the podcast and then more and more people will see it and learn like you're learning all about the kitchen gadgets. And I'm Sam and thanks for listening.